0: This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com Okay, welcome everyone. We're learning uh, this morning Mustafa Chagiga, Daf Yudalad We're going to go back to Yudgimbal and Beis on the bottom. The Gemara said, uh, the Gemara is discussing a passing in Daniel about Nahar Dinar. Nahar Dinar is a burning hot river which uh, is associated with Gehenna. Somehow one of the travails of Gehenim is, is uh, immersing in the burning hot river of Dinar. In fact, I spoke about this, a very interesting bir halacha. We know that Shabbos is me'in o'ilam haba. In fact, the bir halacha quotes that when you eat fish Friday night, you should imagine this is me'in o'ilam haba, this is the Lev l- 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 And when you have basar Friday night, it's, you should imagine it's the habar. But he also says that when you take a hot shower on Friday, you should imagine yourself going through Nahar Dinar as the Gehenna before Gan Eden. Halavai, Halavai the Gehenim should only be a hot shower. But uh and Halavai the Hot Shower should take the place of Gehenim. But there is a concept of Nahar Dinar. Nahar dinar occupies an important uh, place in Machshavas Israel, it's part of the Gehenim. And there's an idea that the Gemara said that Nahar Dinar is created by the sweat of the Malachi Hasharahs. Okay. Says the Gemara... And the, and the Gemara said, where does Nahar Dinar fall? It falls on the head of the Gehenna, of the Rasha'em. For Vacharayakoy, were two lines from the bottom, Alashar Koimtai. It falls on those generations that were, it's very hard to translate this word, the Mahadura Schottenstein translates it, those that were ordained. Generations that were designated to be created, and they couldn't be because they were so wicked, God couldn't even create them, so therefore they go, they go straight to Gehenna which is somewhat troublesome, How could they? why would they go to Gehenna if they were never created? God foresaw they would sin. He couldn't even create them. That's how bad they were. So what we're going to see in uh, Tysavis, perhaps. Yeah, Tysavis. Tysavis asks, V'chi abed dina Says the Gemara, B'ravaqa re'agama ala sharkoimteh. On those generations that were ordained. How many generations were there? We know the Torah was given in the thousandth generation. The problem is, the Torah, we say, thank you. The, 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 we say the Torah was, the Torah was um, given in the thousandth generation, but it wasn't, because Moshe Rabbeinu was generation 26. So there's an idea that the, that the Torah existed 974 generations before the world was created. However, Rashi adds, on the 974 generations, Sheheavir min that God removed from the world koyda Matan Torah before the Torah was given v'loy baron and He did not create them Kidaktani lakaman as we said later v'nasnan begehenim and He placed them in Gehenim. baleim Neufel. and this is who Nahar Dinar falls on shenemar Bahan, v'nahar Yutzak yusoidam Bahinu Nahar Dinar shamutsak aleim Nahar Dinar pours on these generations Amar Shimin Shimon haChassid Rab Shimon said. Elu teshamayos v'shevem va'arbadoyos. These are the 974 generations shekaymtai lihibaros that were ordained to be created kaidem shenivra Ilam, before the world was created. Nivru, and they were not created. Says Rashi, Nigzar aleym lihibaros. God decreed on them that they should be created. Leois kaidem matentayra that they should exist before the Torah was given. L'kayei mashenemra to fulfill that which it says davar. Siva la elef dar. Ruya tar elef dar. The Torah was worthy to be given in the thousandth, in the thousandth generation. Ukesharosh in oilam eskayim. God saw that these generations could not exist without the Torah. Therefore, Ahmad vetardon. God preoccupied them. Now there are two gersais in the Gemara. Some are gers, God preoccupied them. Tardon. If you look in our Gemara, the gers is He planted them in every generation. And he gave the Torah after 26 generations. In other words, really the Torah should have been given in the 1000th generation. Like we say every morning in Chakras. You know what Chakras is? We have a 7 o'clock minion. We have a 8.15 minion. They're both booming. So if anybody wants to join, Bar HaShem, everyone could start coming to the minion now because we don't need you. We don't even need you anymore. Okay? <laughs> so um, well. <what? laughs> so, I'm just joking. Okay? So the 26th Generation was the generation that the Torah was given. And, but really it should have been given after 1,000 generations. But the Ribbon saw that those 974 generations cannot exist without the Torah. So what did Hashem do? Let's go with our Gersen and the Gemara. The Shaslan and the Chaldar Vadar. He planted them in every generation. Now, who are they? Who are these Chevra? The Hein Hein Azei Panim Shavadar. They are the brazen faced of the generation. So you say, who are they? You know exactly who they are. The the Chutzpinyaks. They are from the 974 generations before the Torah was given. Okay. From Nachman Bar Yitzchak Amar, from Nachman Bar Yitzchak said, Asher koimtoy lebracha. That okay, so the first Lashon of the Gemara is Nahar Dinar falls on the heads of the wicked people. Now, excuse me, let's just go back to Toys for a moment because there's a philosophical issue over here. Namely, how would God punish generations that didn't sin and were not created? So Rashi says, um, the perish rashi, filashan nasan, nishmasan, He placed their souls in the gehenim, and they were not created. Would God issue judgment for no due cause? What did they sin that they should be in Gehenna? God foresaw that they would sin and He put them in Gehenna, but they didn't sin yet. Why would God punish them? Ah, uh, oh, Good. So at least Ben Moira, He did something. First of all, Ben Moira, God is not punishing. God is saving God, here you have a bad person, so Hashem is taking them away from the world to, to, for them to avoid sin. Here, they didn't sin. God made them avoid sin, and He's still throwing them in the gehenim. So, Taisha says, the tardan means, God made sure they would not be created together. Just a few in every generation. That means every, you know, every Makayim, Kedusha, you have a few of these 974 Nicks. And otherwise, the world would be destroyed. So he he spreads the out. Somebody once told me big Yisid in shuls. Remember, in the last shul, there was one there was one guy who was uh, he rivaled what they try to do in Chicago mamish. So, but somebody told me this guy was the grandson of, of one of the biggest if not, one of the biggest Rosh Hashivas in Eretz Israel. He ended up in my shul. So he said we should keep the guy in the shul. Why? So, because if this guy goes, a different guy is going to take his place. There's every Makoim has to have them. Otherwise, you know, there's just the reality of the way, the way Makoim and Sakadusha operate. So, so Torah says like this, that the, God placed them in every generation and and once He placed them in every generation, they did sin, and therefore Nahar Dinar pours on them. I Meaning it's not the Pshad God removed them and took them out of the world. He removed them that they shouldn't be created together. He then sprinkled them in various generations. And once these people sinned in various generations, then God punished them in Nahar Dinah. Fine. That's the first lesson. The second lesson is, They were ordained for blessing. Who... Um, it's referring to those in the generation who are ordained for blessing. These refer to the Tamil HaChamim the that they minimize their sleep in this world to learn. Because if somebody's going to be successful in learning, they can't expect... You can't expect to know Shas and to have a good night's sleep as well. You know, you got to pick one of the two. You either have to... Uh, you have to give up a little sleep or or you have to give up a little bit toira. So Tamil Chachamim um, squeeze themselves out of sleep in this world. God will reveal to them the secrets in the world to come. Shnemar Nehar yutsak Yisoydam Like a pouring river will be their secrets. Like a pouring river, will be their secrets. If you look at the pasuk quoted on the side of the Gemara in Eov, of pasuk Tezayin, we read the pasuk like this. This is how the Mashal explains it. Ashar kumtu Veloyes. those who cut down hours of sleep, Nahar Yitzak like a raging river. You say them will be the secrets that's revealed to them. God will reveal to them some some secrets. So this is uh, the interpretation of Bar Yitzchak. Fine. Rav. Now who's Rav? Anybody know who's Rav? He's an Orthodox rabbi. What do we know about Rav? He's the Bar Plukta of Shmuel. Right? Rav. Rav is a borderline uh, Amora. He's Rav Tanu Apollig. Sometimes he could even argue on a Tana. Fine. Who but who was Rav? I mean his name was Rav, you think his name was Rav? Like you know my name is not Rabbi, right? You know that's not my name. So what was Rav's name? We don't know. So the Ramami Pano says his name was Rabbi Abba. His name was Rabbi Abba and they called him Rav. Who's Rabbi Abba? Rabbi Abba wrote the Zayar. We know you know Rabbi Shem did not write the Zayar, right? You know he didn't write it. He dictated it to Rabbi Abba. Who's Rabbi Abba? Rav. Because Rav was the last Tana. Rav Shemayah was the Rav Shemayah Choy was a Talmud of who? Rabbi Kiva. Rabbi Kiva. So Ravikiva was the end of the Tanoam, the time of the Churban. Ravikiva was the Rebbe of the Rajbi. So Rajbi was a Rebbe of of Rabbi Abba Rav. So Rav was the last of the Tanom, the first of the Maram. So here we have. Look at this Gemara. The Gemara says that Shmuel said to Chia, the son of Rav, Bar Arya, the son of the Torah. Ta, come. Tell me. I'm going to tell you something. Mehani mili From one of the beautiful things your father would say. You know what your father would say. Now, here, this is classic because Shmuel is saying some Kabbalistic teaching that Rav taught because Rav was the expert in Kabbalah. Kol every day. Nivron malachi ashoreis. Mehari mi God creates heavenly angels from nahardinar. Va amri shira. And they sing shira. Ubutli and then they disintegrate. How would you like to last to live for two minutes? Probably would not be very meaningful unless though your whole existence is praising Hashem. So listen to this. Rav taught, God creates heavenly angels from the Har dinar and they sing Shira, and then they disintegrate. Shenemar, chadashim labakarim, new in the morning. Rav Ha'emunasech, Rashi explains, their, your praise for them is great. Now, why do they disintegrate? I thought every morning we talk about the Malachi Hasharis, and they're pretty stable. The chayis what about Michael, Gabriel? The answer is, there are two kinds of Malachim. There are malachim that have darachats and there are malachim who don't have darachats. The malachim that have darachats, think about what we say in davening every morning. Kulam Ahuvem, Kulam berurim, Kulam gibarim, Kulam Oismer Vezaninam. Can I a sitter, please? the <laughs> uh, <laughs> Here, listen, listen to this. Okay. mekablim aleim o zemizah. What does zemizah mean? What does that even mean? I'm mekabal mal each one from the other. Like, I'm making it that who am I to be mekabal o Show me how to do it. Please show me how to do it. No, no, you show me how to do it. No, you show me how to do it. You show me how to do it. Ah, oh, these are malachim of daracharat. They could live. Venoistim bi'ava rishuz I say, you know, no, no, go ahead. Here's permission. You could, you could, you could praise Hashem. No, you could praise Hashem. No, you could praise Hashem. Just because somebody learns and davens, it doesn't mean they have a right to exist. If somebody does it in a, an assertive way, they will exist for about two minutes. Baruch Hashem doesn't want it. Only the malachim that act as if, no, I need you to show me how to do it. No, you show me how to do it. You give me permission. Benachas Ruach. Softly, calmly. Besafa clearly. Not... Kulam Ke'echad. Let's all do it together. These Malachim last. But earlier, we talked about Yoytzer Mesharsim. Yoytzer Mesharsim are the angels God creates daily, who self-destruct on a daily basis. And they have no right to exist because they just shout out Shirat Hashem, and they destroyed. They're destroyed. There are two kinds of Malachi Asharei. When we say Derech Eretz la Torah, the Ramban in this week's parsha says not only does it take precedence over the Torah, not only is it, it's more important than the Torah. Call Talmud Chacham, she'im bo ideya nevela toiva is more important. So anyway, this is what we see over here. That Rav taught, daily God, creates new angels. Ubatli. And they are, they're, they self-destruct. No, that is not where malachim are created from. They're not created from Nahardinar, but every word that God uh, emanates, Nivri Menomalach Echad. Another angel is created. Shenamar, B'dvar Hashem Nasu, By the word of God, the heaven is created. Uveruach Piv, and by the breath of His mouth, Koltsvaam His entire legion. Says Tois, Upligia Rishon Bar he says Malachmar created. By the words of God, and they're not created from Nahardinar. So we have machlokes How are angels created? Rav says they're created by Nahardinar. Shmuel bar says they're created by the word of God. Okay. Now we're going to ask a bunch of of contradictions of various anthropomorphisms. Okay, which are uh, uh, descriptions of God in the physical terminology. So v- various different. Uh, physical descriptions of God. Kosovo one pasuk says, Daniel Perek Zayin, Levu shei chivar, his garment is white like snow, Usa are shei, and the hero of it said, Ka'amar nekei is like clean wool, so here we see God has white hair. Uksiv in the Pasuk says, K'vutzosav tal talim, His <laughs> locks are wavy, Shechayrez ka'irev, Black like a raven. So here it says God has black hair. Now, Bechla, what, what kind of sphere is this? How could he even say such a thing? God has black hair, God has one thing for sure, Rav is not a gingy, Right? So, but what does it mean? Is Rav white, or is Rav Sham black, um, black hair? So the Rabbeinu Chanano says, Heaven forbid, God does not take any physical forms. If you believe that God has either white hair or black hair or any hair whatsoever, you're an apichirist, and if you pick up wine that's not mavusha, please let us know. But you can't believe that God has any physical characteristics. What? Home. So the, 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 the Rabbeinu Hananus says like this. God appears to Nevi'im. He allows the Nevi'im to picture him in a certain form. What is that picture like? That's the question. Not what is God. Not what does God look like. God doesn't look like... This is just how the Shem allows himself to appear to um, Nevi'im. Obviously he doesn't have a um, physical appearance because if he did, why would he sometimes look old and sometimes young? So obviously it's just... The way God chooses to appear to them. the question is how does God choose to appear to them? It says likekasha kan be yeshiva Kan Mohama. appear in their mind 's eye this is how they see it okay so it says gemara kasha kan be yeshiva Kan here we 're talking about when God is in the appears in the academy and the academy it looks like he has white hair because old age is a myla in terms of knowledge and, and erudition. But, uh, when God appears in war, as a warrior, then he appears with black hair, because youth and vigor is a maila is when it comes to, vict- uh, in terms of battle. There's nothing more beneficial for the academy than old age. There's nothing more beneficial to warfare than a young person. Okay, next, contradiction. Kasal Echad Karse Shavivan Dinar His throne is fiery flames. V'kasev Echad Oimer And another Pasuk, now the interesting thing is not even another Pasuk, it's the beginning of that very Pasuk, right? It says, Karsei Shavivan Dinar His throne is fiery flames V'kasev Echad Oimer Ad di Karson, Until the thrones, Ramyo, are set up va'atik Yoimin Yosef And the ancient one of days sit on it. So it says, thrones. Plural. Does God have one throne or does God have two thrones? Like Hasha, David. One for him and one for David. One for him, one for David Amelach. Kidat we learned in a brayse, echad loy, echad lo David. Divrei Rabbi Akiva. These are the words of Rabbi Akiva. Amar loy, Rabbi Yosi Haglili. Rabbi Yosi Haglili said to Rabbi Akiva, Akiva. Ad masa yata shchinachal. Until how long are you going to make the Divine Presence secular? You're going to equate a human being with God? One for Him and one for David? Now, Rebbe Reuven Margolius in the Margolius Hayam, I didn't get a chance to look it up, so I'm going to say it from memory, I hope I got it right. The lashon of Admosayat Ata Chol implies this is not the first time Rebbe Kiva did this. Rebbe Kiva elsewhere equated of flesh and blood to God. Where else did Rebbe Kiva do that? Remember, there was somebody by the name of Shemayin Ho'am Sunni, who darshaned every S in the Torah. And then he got up to a postdoc that said, Es Hashem fear God. And he said, who else could you equate that you need to fear other than God? And he desisted from every drasha he ever wrote. So he probably wrote like 30 Svarim. And then he says, take all the Svarim, put them in Seamus. Didn't we quote him though, As one of the S's, as a Ham Sunni did not know what to do with the Ad Darash, you know who else you need to fear like God? Elo So there also <laughs> Rabbi Kiva equated Abbasar to Hakalish So so Rabbi says, Rabbi Kiva, oh, this is your old practice again. You're gonna to equate Tami Chachamim to God. Now you're gonna to equate David to God. Ella, but rather, says Rabbi HaGlili, Echa One share is for God to execute judgment, one is for him to execute righteousness. Now the Shaila is, did Rabbi Akiva accept Rabbi Yosir HaGlili's reinterpretation? Did Rabbi Akiva accept it or not? Tashma. By the way, I'm remembering now, there's a, there's a Shla Kaddish and a Gemara in Sanhedrin, a beautiful Gemara. The Gemara, um, the Gemara says, first we, we know a famous question is that, the brothers were in Chiram, not to tell anyone what happened to Yosef. But there they were ten people in this Chiram. Who was the tenth? Hashem. Hashem. So, like, what does Hashem have to do with this? Like, why, how do they get Hashem involved? Be very helpful for the minions.
1: Right. <laughs> <laughs> to do that. Right. So
0: he wasn't able to avert to Why not? Because he was part of the. How do you how do you how do you force Hashem not to you know like how do they. So the Gemara in Sanhedrin says, <laughs> They held Yosef, who wanted to be Melech, who was arguing on Yehuda. That's the equivalent, handed out to being So it's like the Shechina was there already. They didn't have to be Mashbiyashem. Hashem. He was already in it. But didn't lose the V'chor yet. A what? Reuben didn't lose the V'chor yet. No, but, but Yosef was challenging Yehuda's Malchus. At this point, they knew Yehuda be the Melech, and not Ruben. Yeah, th that's what the Sla says, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, um Abram in Steim also he counted Hashim counted himself as a one of the mini meaning that he wouldn't destroy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um so the question is did Rabbi Kiva accepted or not? Tashma echaladinvi echalatstaqa, one for judgment and one for righteousness. Devi Rabbi Kiva. This is opinion Rabbi Kiva. But so it sounds like Akiva accepted it. Amar le'rilozim um, hazar. Rilozim hazar. said, Akiva, what are you doing in the zagada business? Akiva malchaytzal hagada. Why are you getting involved in zagada? Klach mid mid braysecha itzal nagom ve'oylas. Go learn some, you know, medium potatoes. Go learn nagom and oylas. Ella, but rather. Your blessed bin Azari said, Echad Laki say, one chair is God's throne, V'echad Lisraf Shrafraf, one is God's footstool. Ki say le his throne to sit on Shrafraf hadam Ragla, the footstool as a fo- as a footstool. Shenamar, Hashamayim Kisi, the heaven is God's throne, the U'rat Hadam Raglay and the earth is God's footstool. Fine. Kiyasa Ravdimi, when Ravdimi came, we know Ravdimi visited to Israel. Amar, he said, Shmoina esrei Klalois, Kilel Yeshaya. Etz Israel, eighteen curses. Isaiah cursed the Jewish people. and he was not satisfied. Ad lahem until he said this pasuk. Now that doesn't that doesn't sound reflect well on Yeshaya. Yeshaya gave it to the Jews, and he wasn't happy until he gave them the you know the real whammer. Well, what's that all about? So we're gonna see. What that means is, of course, Yishayah was a caring shepherd. The thing was, um, when he said that 18th klala, the 18th klala was that people are going to be mechutsafim to tamiyach hachamim. So Yishayah said that's the sign that Mashiach is coming. You know, so that's why he was neskara. He wasn't trying to inflict harm chasde shalom klal Yisrael, but he, he wasn't happy with all these klalos until one meant that the end was near. So the the Turei and the Shangazariy asks that these are not the only eighteen piranias in Yeshaya, there are many, many klalais in Yeshaya. What, what's special about these eighteen? So he says what's special about these eighteen is all the other Klalois, you could always ward off. How do you ward off a klala? Tamutaira Talmata wards off everything. But these eighteen Klalois are the disappearance of Tamehakhamun. So these Klalois, there's no way to overcome them because if they're no Tamikham there's no limitat. Fine, let's see what they are. Um Ad Shahmar lehem he was not he was not satisfied until he said the following pasuk, Yir havu, they will da, they will domineer hanar Bazakin. the youth over the elder va hanikla and the base one will be will domineer the respectable one. So this was the final klala, and this klala yeshay was finally happy because since the Mishnah says at the end of Saita, that the ickves of the yaske, uh, brazenness will proliferate. So yeshay said Baruch Hashem, this will be. The beginning of the end. So now we're going to go through the eighteen klalays. What you know? I'm sure that what what better thing could you do on a Sunday morning than go through eighteen disastrous klalays? Okay, you ready for the eighteen klalays? <coughs> Says Gamara. Shemon Ash-Ray-Klaus, my name. What are the 18 curses? The Chziv. Kihine Ha'adar and Hashem Tzavakois. For behold, the Master, the Lord of Legions, Mason, Yishalayim, Yehuda, will remove from Jerusalem and from Yehuda. Mishan, Umashayna, support and mainstay. That's one and two. Kol Lechem, all support of bread. V'chom Maim, all support of water. Gibar, who will remove every hero. V'ishmacham, every man of war. Shoifate, every judge. V'navi, every prophet. V'kosim, every diviner. V'zakin and elder. Sar HaMishim, captain of fifties. V'nasoy Panim, who will remove every respected person. V'yoyet every advisor. Harashim, every scholar of scholars. in Lachash, who will remove every understander of secret. He will make youngsters the leaders Makers will rule over them So now we're going to explain what are these 18 curses Mishan, support, Elubali Mikra Those who are proficient in Psukim <clears throat> That's what everything is supported by Everything rests on the support of the Psukim Mashena, mainstay, elobali Mishnah Those who master the Mishnah The Chavirav now, this is an amazing sugya. We'll have to explain it more at a different time. Pligibar of Papa Rabanan. argued on. There's Rabanan. Amar Shesh Mishnah. Some say that at Sinai God gave Moses six hundred sedarim of Mishnah. People mistakenly think Rabbi wrote Shesh Mishnah. Not true. There was always Mishnayas. and there was always recorded Mishnayas. And in fact, there was more recorded Mishnais. There were 600 or 700 recorded Mishnahis. But then in the times of Hillel, or according to the ground times of the Chorbin, it was forgotten, and Rebbe just condensed it in the Mishnah. There were 600 Siddharma of the Mishnah, v'chad amar sheva meos Siddharim Mishnah. By the way, when do we ever think about it? Every single morning. You look at your tefillin, you have the shin. Shin on one side, 300. Shin on the other side, 300. This is our crown, the 600 Sede Mishnah. People want to know why are there four legs on one of the shins. According to the Manda Amr, 700. The three-legged shin is 300. The four-legged shin is 700. That's what the Ben-Yah writes. (coughs) That's the crown of Kal Yisrael. (coughs) Kol Mishan Lechem, every support of bread, Elo Balei Talmud. These are the masters of... Gemara, shenema l'achmu <laughs> b'lachmi, come partake of my bread, ushesu b'yein masachti, and <clears throat> drink the wine of my mixing. What does it mean, mishan mayim elu baleh ha'gadah? These are the masters of hagada. Why? Because of all types of Tamei the ones that know how to pull on the drawstrings of the heart, are those who are expert in ha'gadah. <laughs> They're able to pull on the heart of a person like water. But hagada with agadic teachers. Gibar, who's a mighty person, Zebal Shmuai, someone who has clear traditions of halacha from the earlier masters, someone who is proficient. Rashi says in the statements of the earlier masters, the Ishmael a man of warfare, Zeshi Yaday Lisa Vlitim Melchamta Those who know how to argue in Torah. If you remember from your yeshiva days, you have some guys. If you have a question, they could cite chapter and verse. This, this is what the Rebbe said. But if you have a Rebbe Kiveger and you want to be Mefalpel, there's some guys you know they don't know exactly what it says in a veinig. But when it comes to arguing, you know you're not going to start up with them. They they have sharp analysis. They're, they're, they have the give and take of learning. Shoyfet zed dain din emes That's a judge who judges a case to the truth of the truth. What does it mean the truth of the truth? Ayin and megillah din emes means. Let's say we go to court. And according to the simple procedures, it looks like you're telling the truth and you're not. But the Dayan smells that there's something fishy over here. So the Dayan doesn't settle just to rely on the official protocol. He's going to take extra legal measures to fish out what's really going on. Navi, what's a prophet? mai, as it implies. Kaisem. A diviner, Zem melech, that's the king. Shenemar, Koy seymel seymelch. It's like there's divination on the lips of a king. A king always looks like, look like he's divining. Why? Because since the king is wealthy, and people stand to gain from him, so he has a lot of paddlers. Everyone's always paddling to the king, to curry favor the king. So it looks like the king's a magician. He always knows everybody's secret business. But he's not a magician. He just has Bali and Hara who are in cahoots with him. Zakain is someone who is fit to be in the academy. Rashi says that means someone who you could take advice from. So from here we see to take advice from somebody, they have to be old, they need life experience. Sar chamishim, officer of 50s, I'll take you Sar Hamishim, Elasar Chumashin, this is someone who knows, had a debate in the five books of Moses. So you'll say, what? how is that different than what we said earlier, what? Balei Mikra. So they're different interpretations. I would just say very simply. Balei Mikra is somebody who knows the Psukim and knows the storyline. But someone who has sharp analysis in the Psukim, as if somebody who had sharp analysis in the, in the Gemara from here we learn in order to be the translator either the translator has to be 50 years old or the person reading the Torah has to be 50 years old that you need to have a certain uh, age stature to appoint a Panim, literally someone who is respected that is somebody who they from heaven, they show the generation favoritism because of him. For example, who? Kagan Rabbi Khanina ben Doisa. Like Rashi says, that the Gemara says in Tainis, on Chavda Behiz, the Gemara says, everyone is sustained in the merit of Rabbi Khanina ben Doisa. Like it says, <laughs> And also, they have to show the generation favoritism. What? He eats, boxer. He eats boxer. Which is, I don't know how that's even humanly possible. So, right? So, Lamata, below, that they show the generation favoritism below, could go in yeah. Rabbi Avohu. Rabbi Avohu, Bey Kezar, the house of the Caesar. Whenever Rabbi Avohu came out to the house of the Caesar, then uh, they would sing praises of Rabbi Avohu. Are still part of the 18 curses? What? Yeah. I mean, the, curse, the 18 curses are the removal of these 18 prominent figures in Kali Yisrael. I don't know how you could do this with Blat and <laughs> Yeah? Yoyetz, advisor They know how to make an Ibr-Yar by adding a month, or to establish the months by, either, by knowing how many days are in the month. A Chacham is a student who makes his teachers wise. Carpenters. That when this guy opens his mouth in words of Tarah, call nasim Kharoshim, everyone's silent. Meaning, you know the guy, when he opens and everyone he silences the audience. He silences the, the, the group because everyone has deference to, to his opinion. The Someone is able to infer one matter from the other. Lachash. Someone who is worthy to give over to him the secrets of Torah, which was given in secret. These are people, so this is the 18th curse, that the youth will rule over them. These are people who are empty from mitzvahs. The ta'alulam Yimshulbam, Makers will rule over them. Amar Papa Bayakov, Tali b'nei Tali, a fox, the son of a, a fax, meaning a nobody, the son of a nobody. They will be the rulers, but still Yeshaya was not was not consoled until he said the following: Daitoi, Yeshaya was not consoled ad Sha'amar Lohem until he said to them, Yir Havu Hanar Bazakin, the youth will domineer the old. Elu Adam, these are people, Sheminu in ha who are empty from mitzvahis. Yir they will domineer the mi shememula, the mitzvahis karimain. The people who are empty from mitzvahis will rule over those who are full of mitzvahis, like a pomegranate. Vahanikla a lowly person will rule over an honorable person. Yavoi mi, alav Let someone come who is strict mitzvahis are like light mitzvahs to them. V'yir havu, and let them domineer the over someone who light like mitzvahs are like strict mitzvahs. So let's finish up here. Amar Rav Katina Rav Katina says that even though these these eighteen curses are very severe, because all the important people in kais are being removed, and this is, this is portending the impending Chorvin But afilu even at the time of the downfall of Yushalayim. At the very least, they still had honest people. Why? Because we're going to see, since all the old we're gone, they went to different people. Teach me, teach me, teach me! And the guy didn't say, okay, I'll teach you. He said, I don't know nothing. I don't know anything. So at least he was honest. So that, that's a redeeming quality. If man will grab his brother in his father's house, Leymar, saying, Simla Lechei, you have a garment, meaning you know some tyra. Kitsin <coughs> be a chief to us, which means, Dvaram Shibnei adam Kisimla, that matter which people are covered with like a garment, Yeshnan Tachas yodecha. you have, your bucky in them. Um, that Rashi says this refers to matters that people are covered with. These people would hide because nobody wanted to be proven, nobody wanted to be asked, teach me, and then they would have to admit they don't know anything. So th- when it says dvarim, shabnei because some of those things that people hide themselves about, meaning the knowledge of Torah, you know. Vehamahsheila Hazois, you also know this stumbling block. Torah is called a stumbling block because you don't get it the first time, you don't get it the second time. You have to keep on plugging away, and then ultimately you'll get it. What is this stumbling block? Matters that people don't understand immediately. Unless they stumble on, you have in your possession. They swore on that, they're I will not be an imprisoner, meaning I won't be a ruler, meaning I won't teach you. They said, I don't have any bread in my house. I don't have any clothing. Don't make me a chieftain of the people. So now we explain what this means. Yisa, ain't Yisa, Yis says the language of an oath. Sh'nemar, lo'isisa, Hashem Hashem la'ikecha, do not bear the name of Hashem your God. Lo eya ho'yvesh. I will not be an imprisoner. Lo'yayisi mi'chayv she'beis beis medrash I was never one of the big masmidim, the guy says. I was never someone who was sequestered in the Beis Madrash. U'bebeis ye'en l'achem. I don't have bread in my house. Ve'en simlah. She'en biyadeh, lo'y mikrav, lo'y mishna, lo'y gemara. So we see even when Yislam is being destroyed, at least they were honest and when they said teach me they said we don't know nothing I'm not that guy and that's a good quality what they should lie and say you were a big time ask away they don't know nothing they say I wasn't that guy I wasn't that guy in yeshiva says the Gemara V'dil Moshani Asam how do you know they were honest? (sighs) what do you want them to say? yeah I'm a big time of Chacham then we're going to fire them so it's not they're being honest they're just being smart What's a riot that they're being honest? We could catch them. Vidil Mashani di the Amalu Gamirna. If they would have said they learned Amrilah, A Malan. Then we would have said Nu Zagibur, say if you so give a share if you know. Sigma so says no, if they if they weren't honest, you know what they would have said? I don't remember right now. I forgot. They should have said they forgot. What did they say? We never learned. They could have said, "Gamar b'shachach." We learned from God, "My loy What does it mean? I won't, I won't be a, a sequestered one. Loy I am not a. I was never a masman at all. So Gemara says, but it's not true because we know one of the reasons Yerushalayim was destroyed is because there were no honest people. We know Jerusalem was not destroyed until the Balei were. Were seized. Shenamar shoyt etu bechutzah. walk about the outskirts of Jerusalem. Ruu na and see, Please. Uduu and Big shor and seek in their marketplaces. Intensu ish. If you find a man. Im yesh oisa mishpat. If anyone does justice. Mavake shamuna who seeks truth. the loy. Then I'll forgive. So we see there were no honest people. Says Gemara. Like Hasha haba haba masa. They were honest in Torah when they said we're amaratsim, but they were dishonest in business. Have a great day. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnyTime.com